Hola. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. Hi there. And welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Okay, Hear Me Out. Okay, hear me out. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> How's it going, Mike? Uh, so good. So good. Uh, it's like the second last week of school, which means that like final exams are next week, mm-hmm. which means this week, I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, mm, no more. It's strange how far behind you are than uh, me. And, okay. Like not. That's a personal attack. I don't think you should be coming at me. <laughs> it's really interesting how far behind you are than me. No, it, in terms of our schools, like, um, yeah, scheduling. I think, I think colleges I mean. are roughly about a week behind universities for some reason. That's been my then experience. you have reading weeks before me? I don't know. That was a long time ago. Oh. <laughs> uh, the week of Halloween, I think that was my reading week. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, it is after me. Is. So when do you go back to school? Uh, pff, oh, <laughs> like, I cool. think, I think the 10th, which would be the week after the 5th. Okay. Which would be, which would be the week after I get back from Mexico. <laughs> huh. I don't go back until the 17th. Okay. You know what? Weird, you need right? to, you But this is why I'm stressed because they're like, hey, we're only giving you five weeks of classes. <laughs> And I'm like, cool. And there's 12 weeks of work. You're like, yeah. And you're in Also, school? your reading week is after your midterms. <laughs> That's how mine have always been. I don't understand it. It's Me a reading either. week. You read, you study, and then you have your exam. Yeah, that's what I always thought. It's not thought. a, let's do your exams and we're going to stress you out and then you can read after. <laughs> <laughs> They're really enforcing that like leisure you know reading. And then we're going to like give you a book. Yeah, read. Yeah. Have fun. Anyways. Um... Well, this week we have an exciting uh, guest joining us. We do. We have a I, special guest. I think this is the first time she's been on the podcast. Yeah. It is. That's very true. We've tried recording podcasts together in the past. <laughs> and it, it wasn't very good. They're so locked away in the vault. Yeah. They're in the vault. Maybe one day we'll like go through and cut it. <laughs> Maybe. That would be really fun though. I don't think we had like the... Um, the microphone setup that we would like to have for having a guest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Bow. Heather Byrne. Heather Byrne. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Welcome, I like, Heather. I like that you're looking off to the side like there's a camera on you. I like, wish. <laughs> I don't, though, because I have no makeup on. So, nothing. Yeah. I never have makeup on, and whenever I don't, Mike's always like, let's take a picture and i'm like oh i had makeup on yesterday you can't do this sometimes i strategically plan for when she takes off her makeup to ask right now i'm like hey i look good right now can we take a picture remember your birthday one year i like had such nice makeup my hair was all done and i was like hey are we taking any pictures or like are we doing anything else you're like no i'm like are you sure yes took all my makeup off and then i think someone else joined and they were like let's take a picture and my face was bright red in this photo because my face I have all those pictures too. It's quite bad. That's the one where Michaela put her hair through the donut pillow and wore it as a beret. <laughs> yeah. She just looks like she just looked like she partied way harder than the rest of us. I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna look like this, we're going all the way. <laughs> but that's fair. Yeah. yeah, it was. That actually kind of brings up like the topic that we want to talk about today, which is uh, body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. where it's like oh my God, having. I was talking about drag for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> 
that too. <laughs> We're gonna talk. Okay, but before we get to that, let's introduce let's introduce Heather and kind of like how. Yeah, Heather, give us a brief uh, description <laughs> of who you are as an individual. How did you end up in our apartment today? No, um, how did we how did we meet Heather? So that would be film school, um, and I didn't have any friends the first like <laughs> month because no one would talk to me because everyone said. I was a cokehead, but <laughs> I don't do drugs, folks. So, um, and then we, how did we come? We went to a party at Ryerson. Yeah. And a random person threw me over their head, and that's how we all became friends. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I okay. Like, I probably said yesterday, but I don't think I was at that party. You? No, you were. Oh. Yeah, you were there. It was like jelly, jellyfish, vo- no, um, jelly, jelly bears, jelly bear vodka. Oh, um, yeah. What? Jelly bears? Is that- I don't know what you're talking about. Gummy bear, gummy bear vodka. Right. It was like the night of gummy bear, bear vodka. You were there. Was this in that like weird um, party space of ca- campus commons? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Zip got it, got it, got it. Yeah. All mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. As theater, as film school kids, we played Zip Zap Zop for leisure. That's right. Actually, I still would play that game to this day. Zip. Zip. Uh, Okay, but like, like, let's back that up a little bit here because um, I didn't not want to be your friend because you look like a cokehead. You were extremely intimidating because you were absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, there's no way she would ever want to be friends with someone like me. That's not true. I would have all the time just like being like, nobody wants to be friends with me. And then it was literally that night I just made a fool of myself and everyone was like, fair enough. I think it was just your resting bitch face, to be honest. I don't think I have one. Okay, well, I think you, you swore on the podcast. Sorry. Oh, we're not supposed to swear. Mm, it's PG. But that's a term, though. True. <laughs> term of True. endearment. Yeah. But anyways, you... I don't, think I, I don't think I do anymore. Maybe I did at that point. Like, you know your, your headshot that you had from a while ago and you kind of have that, like... Smolder. That look. Yeah, that's kind of like how you looked all the time. Mm-hmm. You were the cool kid. <laughs> yeah, you, you were, were like you were like um what's his name from the Breakfast Club, the bully like the the <laughs> you know what I mean mm-hmm. the uh what, uh, Judd um who, what oh my gosh why are we we're starting the podcast names. no that's Jude <laughs> that's Jude Law um Judd Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. Is that what it is? Yes, Judd Nelson. Thank you so much. I love being compared to to Judd Nelson. That's a compliment. I mean, honestly, he was kind of the smoke show. I appreciate that. I'd rather be compared to Judd Nelson than like Molly Ringwald. That's fair. You know? Sorry, Molly. Sorry. I love all of your movies. Big fan. 16 Candles. Judd Nelson? Yeah, I guess. No, it was Judd. But yeah, that's that's a little of our backstory. We became friends and then became fast friends and spent most nights together, mm-hmm. essentially, up until I moved. And then... Well, and even like we were friends outside of school, but we were also doing like scene studies together. We were relying on each other to do uh, like line memorization. Mm-hmm. I think you were the only actual like working actor in our... Uh, class. The rest of us walked home. 
We're like, we're going to get an agent one day. I mean, in everyone's defense, they were told not to get agents. That's fair. During school, and I had an agent before I went into school. So mm-hmm. I didn't. See, and I thought agents were something that, like, you, did, like, they were not easily attained. Turns out they are. Not for me. No one wants me. That's because you're, like, you're, like, picking one, and you're only going to that one. That's not true. I send a lot out. Not anymore, because... What was his name? Norbert. You sent to Norbert 18 million times. Yeah. That's true. Literally. Actually. Well, anytime that I would get new headshots, I would resend to the same people. I, that's just who I really wanted. Turns out he never wanted me. So that's cool. It's also just not really <laughs> fair. Like, and this is, this isn't a jab. This isn't like a, a poke at you in any way, shape or form. But you also have like, you're the Caucasian girl with uh, mm-hmm. blondie brown hair and pretty you know what i mean like everybody has that on their roster yeah um Mm -hmm. maybe if you were something that was a little bit diverse that would maybe help you like maybe you can like be uh blind in one eye (laughs) that might help (laughs) i mean (laughs) sure (laughs) but But yeah they're looking for they're all looking for different and just in any way, you know. And that was a huge thing too, because like when I was, when I was on a roster once upon a time, um, I don't think my agent had any other like indigenous actors. And the thing was, is like when, uh, I mean, he signed me before he knew what my ethnicity was. But then once he knew what my ethnicity was, he was like, "We need to get you on every indigenous website there is." So like I registered with aptn um and there was two other things that were in like western canada just so that my name would be brought up when they were like searching for actors that would be available to like fill the spots on the set whether it be like extras or like a guest star like that kind of thing that would be like when they call me and it was just kind of like to highlight my name a little bit what's aptn uh aboriginal oh my gosh let me look it up Aboriginal Persons Net Net Television Network? Yeah, I think that's what it is. There you go. I just don't know where Google is on my phone. This like gets cut, right? Aboriginal people (laughs) Aboriginal People's Television Network. (laughs) Say that again. This gets cut, right? No, not usually. You just go right on to... Oh, oh well, we like... We talk. Yeah. But that's also kind of the thing that this podcast does, is that a lot of people feel like they're listening to it, but they're also sitting in the room with friends having a conversation. Mm. <laughs> this gets cut, right? <laughs> I won't ask so many questions. Now. You can ask as many questions <laughs> as you like. Welcome to the process. Lovely. I mean, honestly, I'm finding that every day uh, at school with like... well particularly with like instructors more so but they're always asking questions about the podcast and like how things are going and like even if I bump into friends that I haven't seen for a while and they ask like how the podcast is going clearly they're not listening to it so like you know no shout out for you and your Instagram (laughs) but um they'll be like like how do you do it or what like what do you do with it I was like honestly it's just kind of a fun hobby yeah very true yeah it is fun I just didn't know I thought I just assumed there was editing i mean like we used to edit 
No, we don't. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, I because I listen to it every week just to hear like how it's going because we're forever correcting the way that we're doing things, <clears throat> and I've found that like the days like when we okay, let me Google it really quickly or like let me IMDb this actor like that kind of thing. I feel as though it really puts that like I'm hanging out with my friends and we're just trying to settle an argument kind of moment. Mm -hmm. And I also kind of think too, that like if we are saying something with trying to figure out Judd Nelson's name and it was like, Oh, what was the bully's name again? Well, no, I know his name. And I can hear people in the audience going, it's Judd Nelson. It's Judd Nelson. I can't believe you're so stupid. You know, like that's what I hear. So that's what I look forward to. Yeah. Last week's episode drove me bonkers, though. Why? What did we do? Because I talked. I talked so much. Well, yeah, but you had stories. Yeah, but I it got to the point where I was like, I can't stand my voice anymore. Is this a spooky one? Yeah. Yeah, but I love your spooky stories. Yeah, you tell the. I was very intrigued, and they're very like. (gasps) Oh my gosh! I know you're talking about that. That's why I didn't talk the whole time because I was like. (gasps) Yeah, mm. you're very good at telling your like experiences of your your spookiness. Oh, you've had some. You've had some. I am a spooky time. story wrapped you up. You also just tell stories very well. Like you'll be like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, I went to the grocery store and I got a ham, and you'll be like, I walked to the grocery store and it was like negative six, and the wind was this, and I was wearing my blue puffer jacket, and I walked in and I saw an apple, and like you'll just. <laughs> Yeah, and you could tell us And then I saw Lisa Turtleman, and you'll just like know everyone's <laughs> name. And I'm like, I don't remember anything about anyone. Lisa Turtleman. <laughs> I'm totally stealing that name. Um, you just know, you just remember everything, and you have so much detail. So I'm always so intrigued listening to your stories. So yeah, that's why I didn't talk. I agree. That's good to know. I just like that you said Lisa Turtleman. <laughs> um. <laughs> But that's, it's kind of funny too, because like when, when, when we talk about celebrities, right, I'm going to say Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I'm going to say Brad Pitt. I'm going to say, um, Alicia, uh, Alicia? Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. yeah Alicia Silverstone. Alicia. It's exactly. And same with that. like celebrities, Taylor Swift, like we, Brad Paisley, like we just, <laughs> uh, Leanne Rhymes, Garth Brooks, like Shania Twain. We say their whole name. So like if I'm going to talk about Heather Byrne, I'm going to say like it's one name, but it's two names. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I just think it's it's fun. I've said this before on the podcast. So like it's, I don't I think it just makes people sound like so much more credible to who they are. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Jenkins, I agree. So do you call me Michaela Todd when you talk about me? We only call you Michaela Todd. Yeah. M-I-C-H-A-L-A-T-O-D-D. Yeah. I don't know how to spell it. I'm not in this class. My name is M-I-C-H-A-L-A-T-O-D-D. And if you don't understand that reference, we've already mentioned it on a podcast previous. It's actually our most listened to episode. The one with Nate and Amanda? Yeah. it's. I think it's the guest episode. So go listen to it and you'll figure out why I spell my name all the time. Okay? Nice little callback. Yeah. Go check it out. Um, okay, but back to our experience at school. So, like, we stayed good friends throughout school. Like, we were all pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, and then graduated. You moved away. I did. Did Vancouver life. Dyed your hair. I dyed, 
I did. I dyed my hair red. That's right. You had red hair. You were totally months. different. That's right. And Smoke then I went show. right back to blonde. Yeah. I loved your red hair. I, I did. I liked it. I wasn't. I'm not a redhead. I don't. I don't have the like confidence to pull red hair off. Disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I just You'd say too. almost like I have body dysmorphia. Oh, <laughs> which is really funny you would mention that because on today's episode, <laughs> we've already talked about it. We already said it. It's okay. We'll get to it soon. We'll get to it. Um, but yeah, and then I came. I went back to Ottawa, and then came back to Toronto, and then the pandemic happened. Right. So. Did done. you like living in Toronto or Vancouver better? I hate both, if I'm going to be honest. Oh, fair. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I, I like... What is it that you don't like about both of them, uh, like, particularly? I don't like Vancouver. Um, hopefully no one listening is from Vancouver. But um, I found it very difficult to connect with people. I made friends, but it was very surface level mm, okay. in Vancouver. Um, so, like, very judged... Our friend Nikki is still there, who has been there for a while and, and still has a hard time making hey, Nikki. friends. Hi, Nikki. Um, Johan. Simply, simply because people are very surface level there. Um, most people are actors and want to become famous. And like, if you're if you're not, um, if you're an actor, you're a competition. If you're an actor, you're a competition. But if you're not like a well-known actor, you're nobody to them. Oh. Unless and you if have you're a not, stepping stone, yeah. then you're somebody and we can be friends. And yeah. if you're I not contributing like something yeah. to help them get there, yeah, sure. So I wasn't the biggest fan. Toronto, I loved Toronto before I left. When I left, came back to Toronto, the pandemic happened and I found a lot of people were very selfish. Hmm. It had nothing to do with like the, the scene or anything like that. I just, the pandemic made me view people in a different light and I think that's why I didn't like I I didn't like Toronto I'm going to like it now because I'm in a job that I really enjoy but it was hard to like people mm-hmm. that's I'm sure fair. lots of people felt that way during the pandemic I don't know if it was just Toronto or there the was a lot of moments of selfishness like during the pandemic yeah. I mean we're still in it but yeah in all honesty yeah um, and there's a lot of like because within the pandemic there was a lot of like me against the world moments for people mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, toilet paper. Oh, I'm just throwing I that out there. I still don't get it. It's, I still don't have toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get it. Still don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was the thing is like, and, and with, and this is kind of like a controversial topic that like really has no business being brought up right now, but it's, it's along the lines of like even vaccines, you know, like people are so like me against the world on it, but like, one of the best arguments that I've heard for pro vaccine. And I mean, like I'm somebody who's vaccinated. Like I've, I just got my booster shot. Like I have three, three doses of Pfizer in these pipes. <laughs> um, but like the, one of the main arguments was that like, there are people who can't get vaccines and they have to go to the hospital to get, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, radiation, you know, like people who have, cancer and they have to go into public because you can't just get radiation treatment at home and it's like if you're not doing it for yourself then can you at least do it for somebody else and like I'm not trying to push somebody else to go and get the vaccine like that's not my job that's not what I'm here for but that is kind of the mentality that this entire pandemic has put on people is that it's like it's me against all of you 
and I don't care if you have to use a brown paper bag to wipe your butt, but I'm going to be well off with Charmin Ultra, Ultra Soft, which brings me to our first sponsor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please send us toilet paper. <laughs> we need toilet paper. Oh, I agree, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's just Toronto that's, I, that's selfish I, on that level, but I think, it's, I think it's just everywhere right now. But it was just exasperated because I lived there's, right downtown. Yeah, and, and there's was, so many people. It was people who, like, if you asked someone to put their mask on, you were afraid mm-hmm. of their response. Yeah. And we, me and my partner, had gotten into a fight with someone on an elevator simply because my partner said, "Can you please put on your mask?" Like, and he turned around and said, "Like, I will." xyz you blah blah blah. um i won't go in depth but it was scary and then it became like okay so we can't tell people like or ask people to simply like put their mask on because i'm afraid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think that's where my my view turned from toronto but that being said it's everywhere and anywhere and maybe i should just move to the country and let's all move to the country oh can i get like a donkey and like a goat or something donkeys are vicious i am like a really nice time together i'm starting to get some really strong horse girl energy pumping through my veins so like i'm ready i feel i feel like just compulsive is that the right word maybe um (laughs) like i just want to like just want to do it you know i just want to go Mm -hmm. you know i just want to like go shovel hay I don't know if that's going to be a weekend thing or if it's going to be like a <laughs> lifetime thing, but like maybe I'll buy a horse. Do it. I, I support you on that. And I'm going to name it Daisy. I'm going to name it Daisy. Daisy. Yeah. I'm going to name mine Lisa Turtleman. Lisa Turtleman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's great. I love that. Does anyone actually know Elisa here? I, I know Elisa. I we all know Elisa from work. Do? I don't work with you. From Good Life. Oh, we do. You're oh, right. You're right. right. Okay, but I haven't met a new Lisa in a very long time. Do you exist, Lisa? Tell us. I have a aunt. sound off in the comments. Just all know like a new Lisa, and they're like, um, Lisa. Wow. Lisa, 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 Lisa. And I'm not saying like Alisa. I'm saying like Mm-mm. your name is Lisa. L I S A. Lisa Newcar. Lisa Newcar. Lisa Turtleman. You're so funny. <laughs> Lisa Turtle. <laughs> I'm going to write oh. a book. She's going to be the lead. I hope so. <laughs> I hope she has like a really nice backpack that looks like a turtle shell. Oh. Heather has one. I, I know. <laughs> That's why I threw it out there. I absolutely still wear it. It's the biggest backpack I own. It fits it's everything so I funny. need. No, it's great. I don't even. And I get compliments on it still. She has a Ninja Turtles like shell backpack, and she looks like a little turtle when she wears her shell backpack. I wear it to to my uh, corporate job, and I still get compliments <laughs> on it, and I'm not ashamed. Crosses arms <laughs> intently. <laughs> People so do funny. think I'm 24. So. Um, and you are. <laughs> you kind of are, you. yeah. You uh, when it comes to like. Okay, so then when it comes to, like, wearing clothes and stuff like that, like, is there something that you really like wearing that you're afraid to wear in public because you're afraid of what people, like, say? Or, like, you're just uncomfortable wearing it because you're like, oh, I don't know if I look good or this kind of looks silly or, like, that kind of thing? Like, even if it's, like, a headband with, like, Yoda ears on it or, like, that kind of thing? 
I, well, I think everyone knows this. I hate wearing shorts. Hate mm. wearing shorts. I never wear shorts. Has anyone ever seen me wearing shorts? No, you haven't. Outside of home, no. Yeah, never. But do you like wearing them at home? Uh, I, but I don't wear like, I wear like Lulu shorts here. So like. You have those yeah, leopard print ones. Yeah, but they're like. They're like biker shorts. <laughs> I wear them to bed. Um, but no, I wouldn't wear them out. Okay, so you don't you don't wear shorts. You hate wearing shorts. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you hate it? Like, would you go on record right now saying you hate yes, wearing I hate shorts? It. I hate wearing shorts. And what for? What reason? Because I hate my legs. Like, I also fall a lot, so my legs are my legs are like bruised, permanently bruised apples. Peaches, I guess. Let's call them peaches. Because my legs are covered in bruises. I had a massive bruise on my knee a couple days ago, and I don't know how I got it. It was on, like, the side of my knee. I mean, you... Yeah, but Also, I have... I can go on and on about my knees, and people don't understand it. It's happened before. We've talked about my knees before. And people don't understand. Well, yeah. As long as I've known you, you've always had, like, a hate for your knees. What a weird thing to have a hate on. Well, and that was always <laughs> something that I always thought was like, what do you hate about your knees? Like, they just bend. You know what I mean? Like, that's... No, they don't. <laughs> always, always, though. It's always, I want knee liposuction. We need yes, I talked about knee liposuction. Because, okay, this is what I don't like about my knees. I have tiny ankles and I have knee fat. And people without knee fat don't understand what knee fat is. So for all of you out there who know what knee fat is, I sympathize with you. And it just, I just don't like it. So I'm like, one day I'll just get knee liposuction. Suck all that fat out of my knees. I don't see the knee fat, though. Me that's either. where I'm, that's, that's where Because I you don't knee. have knee fat. Yeah, but it's also like <laughs> for somebody, like for your close friends and even for like the random people out there that are like, what the heck is knee fat? I mean, it kind of, I, <laughs> I understand that it's like within your own head that, yeah. um, that like you're like you acknowledge it all the time you know it's it's like me with my teeth i am very very conscious of my teeth all the time mm-hmm. but people who meet me you know they just can't get over the fact that my wrists are so beautiful you know like you know what i mean like it's like no no one's looking at it you know like yeah. and it's one of those things just like if you just kind of get out of your head and my biggest thing for you, especially when it comes to not wanting to wear shorts, is that like you work in the service industry. You're <laughs> yes, in the sun. You're in the sun for a long time and you're yeah. and it's hot. And it's like and it's this like internal thing that's like not letting you wear like temperature appropriate clothing and it's like it just yeah. kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not trying to fix you in any way. Like there's no, you kind of have to deal with that on your own. But I mean, it's acknowledging that nobody's looking at your knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not, not even right now. I'm not even looking at your knees. I'm looking at your knees. <laughs> As it's bent. <laughs> Completely I mean, you're doing way. a double jointed right now. I have, so I'm only yeah. looking because it's odd. <laughs> It looks so painful. It looks very painful. (laughs) Hyperextended knees. Yeah, I also have hyperextended knees. So, yeah. 
Please. Anyways. Michael Jenkins. Yes. Same question. Oh, for like, wait, what is it? Is it clothing? Yeah. The what clothing question? What would you wear at home but would never wear out in public? Um. Because you're uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know. I, I think like maybe when it comes to like, like, um, accent pieces to a wardrobe kind of thing, like, uh, we'll say, oh gosh, we'll say like a, a piece of jewelry that like normally men wouldn't wear like that kind of thing. Like I have a really big issue with, uh, masculinity when it comes to being in public um because i've never felt overly masculine i've never felt like i had that um persona attached to me and i feel like ever since i was little when i first met somebody they just they just knew i was gay even though i wasn't out even though i didn't even know my own sexuality like even before i hit puberty i had people assuming that i was gay and that was like it, that was a really hard part for myself because like when I was starting to struggle with my sexuality and like discovering myself in a different way if I started leaning in the way of like am I gay it was like well no are you actually gay or have people told you it so many times that you're starting to believe it and that was like a huge I actually remember having that that thought when I was younger and um even like having internal struggle, I remember being at work and like cleaning a table at the restaurant that I was working at and I was just like deep in thought and that's what I would think of. Um, so I think like finding clothing uh, to wear that like doesn't necessarily have to be masculine or or fashionable or I mean masculine and fashionable can be the same thing let's be honest here but there's just things that um kind of take me in the wrong direction like even the pants that i'm wearing right now like they're they're costco pants and they're and they're hella comfortable and i like the color because i've never worn colored pants Mm -hmm. i've always been like jeans or uh black pants yeah uh and so that was like People comment on my pants. And I'm just like, honestly, I know what they look like. Like they're dad jeans, but I'm comfortable in them. And I've I've kind of recently found the, uh, I guess, inner strength to be able to wear something that wasn't attached to sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. that's that's kind of where I am. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. What will your next purchase be? For my next piece? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would actually... I don't know. I think, like, finding shirts that fit nicely but aren't, like, a fashion-forward thing or, like, trying to be at the peak of fashion in that time like right now i have a lot of v-neck t-shirts because they're like staple pieces you wear them with everything but then you have to have like pieces that you put on top of it and that's what people are looking at so i think finding actually like just t-shirts that i can wear comfortably and not feel like people are staring at me for 
my fashion faux pas, like that kind of thing. So yeah, I guess like just being more comfortable with buying things and uh, I like it. Cool. I'm wearing it. And I think that's maybe just like something that's coming to me when I'm in my thirties, not even just something that I'm self-aware of. I think it's a growing up thing. You you literally stop caring what people think of your clothing choices. Mm -hmm. What about you, Heather? What's a, what's a piece of clothing that you just feel uncomfortable wearing? Anything tight fitted in my upper torso. So like a tight shirt. Like, like across the bust kind of thing? Across my stomach. So like, or oh. showing my arms. Just like anything like that. I'm normally in a sweatshirt at all times, I would say. There's very few times like I've worn a tank top. Mm. I normally have like a jean jacket over it or yeah. something very like loose over it. And Yeah, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen you wear something out with your arms showing. Unless, like, I was in, like, uh, like a movie or something where I, like, had to do it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I would really beg to, like, not wear anything like that. Um, or a leather jacket or a blazer over it. Yeah, that's pretty. So anything, like, yeah, showing, like, my stomach or, like, my arm. Mm. You know what's really upsetting, too, is that, like, now that we have all of these things that we don't like about ourselves and like we're always trying to hide it like like you with your arms or you with your legs or me with my sexuality (laughs) 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 but when you look back on pictures of yourself of like you at like 24 yeah or you when you were 21 and you remember how how like you felt so gross and you felt so like just not ready to be seen by people and you look at pictures of yourself and you're like holy crap i looked so good and i thought i needed to lose 20 pounds yeah mm-hmm. 100%. like or even like looking at pictures of myself with long hair i was like yo my curly hair was great and i spent so long flat ironing it, it. yeah and mm-hmm. your curly hair was yeah so nice yeah. still beautiful hair thanks it's uh Doing my best. Beautiful hair. It's going to be gray soon, but hey. I was just about to say, not a gray in sight. I would actually, like, I know we're still, like, early 30s to, like, late 20s, but, like, salt and pepper hair. I'm into it. I think it's, I think it's great. But it's also, like, I guess, like, however your body is weathering, like, whether it be, like, you're getting salt and pepper or you're starting to lose it, I think as long as you embrace the change that is coming and you don't try and change, like, obviously, if you want to change it because it makes you feel better as an individual, absolutely, fly at it. But if you're, like, going with the flow and, like, you know, you're losing your hair and you're, like, uh, why have the top uh, thinning? And you just try and cover it up. Like you kind of, you need, you need to embrace it if you're not going to try and do something to fix it. You know what I mean? And like when I say fix it, I mean like there are shampoos and stuff to help bring back hair loss, like that kind of thing. It's a little bit more expensive than your average shampoo, but you know, you do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Like, yeah, just go with it. Salt and pepper hair. Grays in the beard. Yeah. Women too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The older, the better. I'm dating someone a lot younger than me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> He's 
gotta get my hair gray. <laughs> <laughs> he goes home and dyes his beard. <laughs> he drops out of school and goes in for accounting just so that he can get a gray. <laughs> See, I'd like to not go gray yet because I spent a majority of my life without hair. <laughs> so I'm like, hey there. If you could just maybe like keep the color for a little bit, that'd be great. That's honestly something that I think doesn't like reflect uh, heavily in like your in your now personality is like you went long like a long time with like you lost your hair mm-hmm. as a young girl yeah. and like like as a young girl your hair is your identity mm-hmm. and and now like you have thick like someone would or some could argue like the thickest hair I've ever seen and yeah. I don't know I've never I've never thought you to be um like uh, conscious of your hair at all times. Yeah. I think, I think going through something like that made me, it made me not self-conscious about my hair anymore. Like, Mm. I think, I think if I, I also went through it so young. So I think that's where it affected me more at the time because I was like 16 in high school everyone looked everyone looked the same everyone was wearing the same and i didn't fit that anymore so i think that's where it affected me i think if it i always said it, like if it ever happened again and i lost all my hair i would just shave it and i would wear different wigs like i would just embrace it mm-hmm. but i i am more comfortable with, with myself in that sense now so yeah I also like want to do different things with my hair now that i have hair <laughs> so i think that's why i'm like yeah i just want to like play with it while i have it it's really funny because like i forget that you were bleach blonde Mm -hmm. and like you were bleach blonde forever like Mm -hmm. when you went i think it was like what 2017 the summer of 2017 or 2018 yeah i went pretty blonde yeah you went blonde blonde and like Mm -hmm. even up until my 30th birthday yeah you were like blonde blonde in those pictures Mm -hmm. um yeah and like now you're a stunning brunette well a blonde yeah, I'm kind of a weird mix right now. Still I'm colorblind. Stop coming oh for me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what did you what did you say? I was gonna say I loved the red. That'll still be like my Ooh. favorite Michaela moment was like the red hair. Like yeah. The burgundy hair. Maybe I'll go back to that one day. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I you know, one of my 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 biggest um loves I don't know. What am I trying to say? Something that I enjoy a lot <laughs> that women do is like when you have like your summertime hair and it's like blonde and like your bleach blonde and like sun bleach, like that kind of thing. And it's just like gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And then in the winter, dark, like whether it be like a dark red or like even like a black, like that kind of thing. And it's so like the contrast is so huge. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I think that's so much fun. Like just take the world by storm, you know? Um, yeah. when I had, when I had long hair, I would, uh, color my hair blue, black for mm. the winter because in Saskatchewan, there's so, oh, I mentioned Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to get those <laughs> every time I mention Saskatchewan. Uh, but because in the winter, there was snow everywhere. Everything was white. And so when you would walk outside with blue, black hair, your hair was bright blue. But when you walk inside where there wasn't direct sunlight, it was black. So it was really fun to like switch it up. And it wasn't even punk. 
I was going to be like <laughs> very emo, like My Chemical Romance of you. But I mean, I was emo. I love My Chemical Romance. Me Still too. Wow, that was a. <laughs> we unboxed a lot of insecurities. Yeah, yeah, we really did. Should we talk about our moms now? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that long of a podcast. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. So then, next topic. Okay, we're gonna get off of insecurities. We're gonna get off of. Um, hair, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about drag. Yeah, yay! Heather yeah. is a huge fan of drag, mm-hmm. and she's kind of like on par with how much she knows with uh, drag for like Michaela and myself. Mm-hmm. We're like we were experts up until about what a year and a half ago. Yeah, I, w- yeah, we didn't. Uh... After season one of Canada's Drag Race. Yeah. That's where I started to fall off. Yeah. I would also second that, yeah. We watched the finale of season... We watched... 13? Together. Yeah. With Got Milk. Got, got milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah, milk. Yeah. Got, got, got milk. Got milk. Got milk. I just find they come out with so many, and especially when the pandemic hit, because we would go watch some of them, mm-hmm. and they would be, like, we would go to a bar and we would watch mm-hmm. it. And it was live, and, and it then, was two a night. Usually, it was like back to back. Yeah, and then they started so many different ones. And if but you also, don't keep when up, we were in the pandemic, like because you and myself, we would like we watched, uh, and even uh, our boss at the bar that we worked yeah. together at, um, he would say like the only reason I know it's Thursday is because it's drag night, like that kind of thing. Like it was RuPaul night. And that was kind of like where our schedule was based around. And like you and myself, we would do that. Um, Like I would wake up, I would play Animal Crossing, I would go for a run, (laughs) I would come home, drink a cider and like eat salad and watch Drag Race. Like that was Mm -hmm. very much a part of our uh, agenda. And now I feel like um, I feel like we're too busy. And I just can't be bothered with turning on and keeping up. We really liked uh, doing screenings of Dragula. Oh, I love Dragula. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? I didn't. It's so, it's dark. Like, it's a lot yeah, more it's like of a um, spookier side of drag. It's the unpo- quote unquote unpopular side of drag because, like, drag is meant, is uh, meant, what, what am I trying to say? Drag has been made to look like it is all beautiful, mm-hmm. glamorous. Yeah. And Dragula is like for the queens that don't want to be beautiful, yeah. the ones that want to be spooky or they want to be um, unconventional, ugly. Yeah. You know, like if you want to be an ugly drag queen, that's a thing. Um, and they'll like put like needles in their drag somewhere, like they'll poke <gasps> them through their cheeks, like that oh kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. it gets to be gory. It pushes the boundaries. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I really liked watching that. Yeah, the what is it? The Baudelaire. Baudelaire Brothers? Isn't it Boulet Brothers? Sure. I think I might be thinking of something I mean, you else. probably... Um, the Boudoir Brothers? Boudoir Brothers. Boudoir. Uh, yeah, but it was a lot of fun. And I, I don't know, has the new season started of Dracula? They were advertising very heavily for a while, but I never looked into it. Because you know who's on it is um, 
Do you know, remember Jade Jolie from Ken, yeah from uh, Drag Race, like RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah. Um, she is now on Dragula. Really? You probably know too, because you would have mm-hmm. seen. Um, wow. I feel like. Um, Do you remember? Oh. Let's see. Weird. Yeah. And Interesting. You... That's actually not someone I would have anticipated to be spooky. Mm-hmm. She was fun. I liked her. She was sassy. And she was very, like, but also uh, upbeat. Oh, yeah. Personality. Up the hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. Up the hoo-ha. Up the hoo-ha. And that's her on. Oh, that's, Show that's me. stunning. Yeah. Can you screenshot these and put them on our Instagram so yeah, everyone else can see? Beautiful. Very polished now, which is cool. That's crazy. Um, But one thing that I really like about watching drag, like, I enjoy personality, Mm -hmm. but I also like, I don't, I don't enjoy the critiques that the judges give because they're giving from like a professional standpoint. Okay, we get it. You've been putting makeup on your face for 45 years. I understand that you're in fashion. Bless you. Michaela sneezed. Um, but for myself, I'm like, wow, you built that out of garbage. That looks so good. I don't think I'd be able to do any better. And they're like, we can see your seams. And I'm like, oh, I can see the seams. And like, your makeup is unbalanced. I'm like, oh, I guess their makeup is unbalanced. But when I first saw it, I was like, wow, look at your bum. Good job. Like, (laughs) oh yeah. Most of the time I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Stunning. Stunning. Your hairline is like too far down. And I'm like, oh no, I don't think so. Well, I was talking to someone about this recently, and it's like, that show is not a good representation of what drag is. Like, it, if you go see a drag performer in the city, they're performing and like, you know, they're, they're putting on a show. Mm-hmm. That show is very much like just do make a costume and do a runway. Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, although it is very like high stakes and it is very intense, at the same time, it's getting mainstream individuals to look at, um, I, I'll call it gay content. Like mm-hmm. that's a very like LGBTQ content. Yeah, and without that show. Drag queens would not be um, as well known as they are like like in like conservative provinces where, you know, like there's, you know, people in Alberta that uh, their boyfriends work on the rigs or whatever. And mm-hmm. and when they come home, they sit down and they watch drag race with their girlfriend or their um, their wife or whatever. And it's like, it just kind of like opens up that mentality. And like, we're not, we're not changing the world with this show, yeah. but we're starting to open up a window to mm-hmm. let that come in. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Cause my ex would never have watched RuPaul with me. My partner now it's like, it used to be like Loves a weekly <laughs> thing. He has his own little podcast about it. Like no way. Yeah, he did it for school. He, like, did a whole thing on drag for, for a full semester. Um, Is he so still fun. doing it? Uh, no. Oh. But, I was going to say, like, plug it. Plug it right now. He, he had so much fun doing it because it's a fun topic. It's supposed to yeah. be fun, and it's supposed to be, you know. And it's not supposed to be serious. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I can watch. I can laugh. I can be 
in awe. I can see their talent. Like some of their like when they do their talent shows. Oh, my it's God. so cool. My God. Yeah. My favorite is when there's like political, um, like and uh, like po- no, like political stands that are made. And and the one that I'm that I'm referring to specifically is Manila uh, Luzon, and she was going to wear that dress. Oh, what the was it? Dress. The, the maxi pad. The, pad, the maxi pad. And what was, was what was the competition? Maxi It was um. It was the maxi. No, it was um. Oh, I can't remember what it was for. It was something about that. It must yeah. have been something like maxi. And she was originally going to wear a dress where it was like a like a period pad, like mm-hmm. that women like a panty liner, I guess. And it was on the back of the dress that it was like the pad was there, and there was blood spotting on it. Yeah. And it was kind of like a ha ha moment, but it was also like, let's not make women's periods such a faux pas for society. You know what I mean? Well, I think it was also not just like women's periods but like anyone who bleeds you know like it was kind of like a play on like gender and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you know it's it they're opening the show up to so many more people and so many diverse people now that it's like why is this an issue like why is this well that's why can't this be shown i mean i can't speak like personally on it but i mean when you were in school i can only imagine that your first period if you were at school that was a that was a a terrifying moment Mm -hmm. and and you know if if other people saw it god god forbid and like you're going through this scary moment and like then you have you know um brian dufont uh uh, he he saw and he started making fun of you you know what i mean it's like it was it's weird because it was such a secretive thing when you're like in school yeah and you're like hiding it and now it's like I don't care if we talk about yeah. it. Like, super <laughs> yeah. regular, you know. And that's like that. That's just the kind of thing that I think drag can do for mainstream society. Is like, you. Th- there's no reason to be ashamed of natural things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whether it be your sexuality, whether it be things that you just enjoy for the sake of enjoying them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. If you like singing in the truck, why are you, why, why do you stop singing when you come to a red light? Everyone knows when you're singing. Oh my God. Right? Do you stop at a red light? I do not sing if I'm at a red light in case the person beside me hundred percent. But I sing the entire, oh. the entire way on a highway for sure. Oh. But no, 100%. of course you stop. And that's, that's the thing is like, we all do it. We all know you're doing it. And how often do you see social media posts that are like people jamming out in their cars, having a great time? I would much rather be sitting next to somebody in a vehicle, having a good time, obviously paying attention to the road, than somebody who is crying behind the wheel or angry behind the wheel because erratic behavior, let me tell you. I'm watching a lot of horror things lately, sorry. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Just enjoy people having a good time. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Ha, you did that. You did that Period. for all of us. <laughs> My favorite thing is in the winter, um, when I get to wear a scarf, uh, I lip sync. 
like a mother scarf? trucker. I like when the scarf is over my mouth. Oh, I'm giving you all the Whitney. I'm giving you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like, think that's what I like about the one good thing about COVID is wearing mask in the winter because my face always gets so cold. True. And I don't want to have to pull a, a scarf up because it's going to fall down. Yep. So you put a mask on and it keeps my lips nice and warm and my face nice and warm. And you don't need as much chapstick. Yeah. I and agree. then I can speak when I get inside because my lips aren't frozen. Does that ever happen to you? I can't. No. Yeah. I don't know what it is. My lips get so cold and my mouth gets so cold that I start to like slur my words. Oh, but I think you're a mouth breather because you have sinus issues. Yeah. That would make sense that the inside of my mouth gets cold. (laughs) (laughs) I can't breathe through my nose, okay? (laughs) Goes for surgery, still can't breathe through her nose. I know. Do you have deviated septum? I I had a slight deviated septum, but (laughs) the... The issue is my actual, like, nasal passages are too small. I don't know. They did something to, like, open it up. Did it work? Not really. But what can you do? I just can't breathe. Plastic surgery. Right? Yeah, we'll go back again. We're like, hey, can you try this again? You need, like, the actual perfect nose. I like my nose. I do I do enjoy my nose. I no think issues. you both have great noses. We all have actually yeah. really good noses. Good nose group. They're cute. <laughs> the cute nose group. Cute yeah. nose group. Yeah. It's cute. Just doesn't function properly. But that's okay. That's okay. Win some, you lose some. I think you're great. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. So love me even though I'm a mouth breather. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I called you a mouth breather. <laughs> the worst is at the gym because I really try to focus on it. I'm, I can breathe through my nose when I'm... On Focused. the treadmill. And I'm like, <laughs> I cannot breathe through my nose. I feel like that's the only time you should be a mouth breather is at the gym. Like, like but you know how they're always like, in through your nose? It depends what I'm doing, If, but you're, I have a hard time. You're always supposed to breathe through your nose because your nostril hairs are there to filter the air. So they're, so it doesn't do damage to like a deeper um, body. You know what I mean? Except when people wax their nose, and that doesn't make sense to me. Oh, yeah, those show up on my Instagram, and they, like, pull it out with a stick. <laughs> Yo, 100%. Honestly, I, like, I still love watching it, though. I don't even care. 100%. Like, I probably, if there's ever anybody who should get their nose waxed, it's me. My nose hairs are forever sticking out of my nose, but, like, I can't. I'm like, it, it's it's for um air filtration. Sorry, guys. <laughs> get over it. What saying, a weird! Like, you have nose hair. I'd be like, get away from me. But like, <laughs> just think sir. about it though. Like, what a weird place for there to be hair. In your nose. In your nose. I mean, there's hair in your ears too. Yeah, but like, it's not as like noticeable oh, like, as nose hair. I can pick a nose hair. Like, out. it's so weird. Yo, a couple days ago, like I fully reached into my nose and pulled out like <laughs> six. And Fernando looked at me. He's like, "Ow!" I was like, "I'm." didn't i didn't feel that weird yeah I'm like i'm well filtered thank you <laughs> i'm well filtered <laughs> <laughs> extra extra read all about it michael's well filtered 
Um, okay, friends, we're coming to the end of the podcast here, and we have yet to enter the Sapphire Room. Yeah, have you ever entered the Sapphire Room before? Yeah. Do you know what that means? Clearly okay. you don't listen. So. Okay, here's what we're going to do, folks. Close your eyes. Okay? Close Wait, you eyes. have to say we're entering the Sapphire okay, Room sorry. first. We're about to enter the Sapphire Room. Okay? Now close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close them. Okay, and now you're going to think about, you're going to just let let the color come to you. <laughs> and what uh, what aura are you are you feeling right now? Like what color? Purple. Okay. I'm like a deep red, like a dark red. What are you, Mike? Uh, I'm a navy blue. Okay. Let's look up colors. And I think, like, to me, a, a navy blue is just kind of like a, a washed over with calmness. Okay, let's see if that's true. I you know what I mean? Like a nighttime sea kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> it's actually like, <laughs> no, actually means you're going through havoc. Thank you. <laughs> you're in Auras crisis. and their colors. Okay. Okay, we're going to start with me just because it's at the top. Uh, red is the color of the root chakra, which relates to our connection with the physical body, which we were just talking about bodies. So maybe that's true. Um, it appears in auras of fearless individuals who have a natural understanding of their physical reality and enjoy manifesting desires in the material world. Okay. That's mine. And you said purple, right? Mm -hmm. That's fine. Purple. Purple. Violet is the color of the crown chakra, which relates to our connection to our dreams and higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. Individuals with violet in their auras are dynamic, charismatic, and have powerful personalities. True. Mm -hmm. All right, Mike. Um, That's lighter blue. See if there's dark blue. Like actually, blue doesn't exist. Well, there's the, the limit does blue. not exist. Indigo. Mm-hmm. It's also yes. kind of that year. Indigo. Oh, a darker, uh, musky indigo such as navy or peacock blue can indicate a period of self-doubt, <gasps> a disconnect with intuition, and uncertainty. And blue connects to the third eye chakra relating to intuition and internal and inner knowing. Oh. Like, I feel very calm. You are. <laughs> you are doubting everything. You are doubting yourself. <laughs> I like how we all um, uh, were picking different chakras. Yeah, that's actually, that's really cool. Um, I'm... So you're a I liar. guess the, the no, truth. The, okay, first of all, coming out of the sapphire room. Sorry, we're exiting Thank the you. sapphire room. Uh, yeah, no, I feel like um, <laughs> with final exams coming up, I am uh, doubting myself on everything. I'm graduating in like four months from a degree program, and I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> it's hard. I'm it's like. Hard. <laughs> All y'all degree people join me. <laughs> Would you ever consider doing like a master's program or anything? No. After? Right. Right. Meow. Heck no. Meow. I'm out. Deuces. <laughs> like. If you ever did a master's, like what would you do it in? Communications. Yeah. 
At least I can fake my way through it by now. <laughs> People are like, communications. I'm like, absolutely. Two-way communications, best. But you have to watch out for that noise, baby. Like, that's, I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, Heather, I was going to say Heather Todd. <laughs> Uh, Heather Byrne. So if like people want to find you on social media, specifically Instagram or TikTok, where can they find you? I am at Heather. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm at at the Heather Network 2021 for Instagram. And I'm Heather Gray Sweater on TikTok. <laughs> I really just post videos of my dog, Rue, who's named after RuPaul. Which, I don't think we've ever told this story, but I'm just going to say it really quickly. So, (laughs) (laughs) Heather one night was like, hey, do you want to watch, do you want to watch Rue tonight? Or something along those lines. Can you watch Rue tonight? And I was like, yeah, I can watch Rue tonight. Thinking she meant RuPaul. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, like, what do you want to eat? And you were like, oh, like, (laughs) what did you say? You were like, raw chicken. (laughs) chicken. I was like. Okay, yeah, like I'll grab some raw chicken. We can like cook it. And like fully thought I was like, I'll get wine and you were like, Why is she talking about like getting all this to watch? Rue Rue. And I was like, RuPaul, you're still coming over for RuPaul. You're like, What? It took me a long time to understand to realize that her <laughs> I was like, I was asking you to watch my dog Rue who eats a raw diet of chicken. And she went, Oh, I was so excited. I'm like, we're going to watch RuPaul. <laughs> Drink some wine. Eat some raw chicken. <laughs> I sent that screenshot of our conversation to so many people because I was like. Do you still have it? I do. It okay, just got let's, to a point let's, where it was like. We're going to post it to it the social like, as well. What? <laughs> what? Anyways, All right. Anyway, sorry. Back to it. Okay, um, Michaela Todd, if people oh. want to find you on Instagram, where are they going to find you? You can find me at M-I-C-H-A-L-A-T-O-D-D. And that's at Michaela Todd. And Mike, where are they going to find you if they want to find you? Well, if you would like to find me on Instagram, you can find me at M-I-C-1515. That's Mike1515. And if you would like to find Michaela Todd and Michael Jenkins on the exact same Instagram channel for the holiday season... You can find us at OK Hear Me Out. That's O K A Y. Hear me out. Any last words from both of you? Um, just, just one word. Festive. <laughs> Say a word. Cheese. Ah, <laughs> oh, good word. Doodle. Great. That's the cheese doodle. That's the cheese doodle. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. And we will see you next time on OK Hear Me Out. Bye.